I want to welcome you all to an episode of the Humanity Standard podcast with your host, Sydney Standard. Welcome to my podcast. So I previously had started this at the beginning of 2021 and you know, life gets in the way, you think you want to go another way and then you kind of go back to where you thought you were supposed to go in the first place. I think that at the end of the day, whatever you're meant to do, you will do. It's just dependent upon timing and when you've done the healing work, when you think you deserve it, all that stuff. But we are here today because I think we are in a very interesting place in society today. And I say interesting in a interesting way, I guess, because you can look at it as bad. You can look at it as just negative or whatever. But at the end of the day, it always depends on how you want to look at and how you want to analyze the things that are going on around you and how you decide to respond to it because you can react but if we're being honest here when you react to things you are not in control the thing that you are reacting to is in control because you are reacting you're not pausing to think about hmm how should i respond to this you're just like you hear something and then you're just like okay the first thing that comes out of your mouth right so We are a very reactive society. I mean, just think about when we hear the latest celebrity news, everybody jumps on to the computer to give their take on what they think. They're immediately reacting to it. And a lot of times we are reacting to things that aren't even verified, right? So this is why we need to start responding to things, why we need to be more intentional about the things that we put out and how we are with other people. So yeah, we're here today and I'm really excited because I really have been on this journey and I think we're all on a journey. Not even I think, I know we're all on a journey. And I, for the longest time, was very confused about where I am supposed to go in my life. And I would argue that many people probably feel the exact same way as me because prior to hmm, maybe even in the last few weeks, last few months, I always kind of thought that I was supposed to have a specific path in the sense that society kind of lays out this path for you. If you go to college you're supposed to graduate from college and then you're supposed to go work for a company and maybe you'll work for a few different companies. Things are really changing now and then you'll eventually retire and you know that's a whole other separate part of your life. But I've really found that even though I did go to college, even though I didn't go to like, you know, just a random state school or just a random college, no disrespect to any of those colleges, by the way. I'm just saying like the path that I was on, I went to an elite college, you know, one of those colleges in the Northeast that has a lot of notoriety and you may not know what it is. That honestly doesn't matter, but it is well known in the academic space. I went to Smith College, a women's college, and it's part of the five college consortium up in Western Massachusetts. So as part of that consortium, it's the five college consortium. You have UMass Amherst, you have Amherst College, you have Hampshire College, 
Mount Holyoke College and Smith College. So it was a really cool place to actually go to college and I definitely learned a lot. Going to a place like Smith, you really witness interesting things there because college campuses in and of themselves are a world of their own. But when it comes to women's colleges, women's colleges are a world crazy on its own, okay? These places are very, I don't really know how to explain it, but all of the stuff that we're seeing in society today with people being so into like the LGBTQ plus community and like many of the ideas that this alphabet group spews, you will first find on college campuses like Smith, like the single sex education campuses, because I think when you're in an environment like that, and at least this is my personal experience, when you're in a single sex, for the most part, environment, you are going to experience people differently. So at my school, there was obviously a lot of women there. There were some women who were not seeing themselves as women anymore, like they were identifying as male, identifying as non-binary. And I was really introduced to this world that so many people are now like, what the heck is going on? I was able to get a glimpse into what was coming and understand some of these terms like TERF. So TERF is a trans exclusionary radical feminist. And like many of these different sayings and just names and whatever are kind of ridiculous. And the reason I say it's ridiculous, it's not to mock people because I'm really not in the business of mocking people because I personally don't want to be mocked and I don't think anybody wants to be mocked. However, I think the fact that people's egos are so tied to their identity is a problem and this doesn't just go with the LGBTQIA alphabet crew But it also goes with this notion of like, oh, if you're black, you do this. If you're white, you do this. If you're Asian, you do this. If you're Hispanic, you do this. Because it's saying that if you have this identity, right, you have to act this certain way. Your ego has to identify with acting the way that said identity group says that you're supposed to act like. And I've kind of been battling against this my whole life because I've never really felt an alliance to any identity group. Growing up, I didn't grow up in the most stereotypical way for a black person. And when I say that, I am saying that because if someone were to look at me, they would say that I was black. But in all honesty, I've done a lot of research on race. And the overwhelming thing that I found is that race is a social construct. If you look at the biology of someone who is quote-unquote black versus someone who is quote-unquote white, there is not enough genetic diversity that exists to say that there are distinct races in humans. So this is the reason why I call this podcast the Humanity Standard with H-U-E, because to be honest, we are one race. We are the human race but we have different hues. So that is why this is called the humanity standard. And I think if we can really see the world in that way, we won't 
place so many expectations and so many stereotypes on people will instead allow people to be themselves, to express themselves in the way that they align with most and really give people that grace that, you know what, we love you or you are just accepted for who you are and not because of what you look like or because of who you date or anything like that because none of that really matters. And one thing I've realized about this identity thing, I think one of the major reasons why people cling to these identities is because they feel like, well, their ego feels like if they can align with this identity, maybe then they will feel loved. But it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Because if you align with this identity, but then there are certain aspects of yourself that don't fit those stereotypes and those stigmas that go along with that identity, you almost feel like you're in a bind, right? Because you don't feel like you're your true self. You're being forced to almost put on this facade, this mask of, oh yeah, I'm like this, I'm like that. But in all actuality, you are so much more multifaceted than that and i really just want to give people that grace and that has to start with yourself right if you're not giving yourself that grace you're going to project that onto others and no one likes when people do that at least (laughs) i don't like when people do that i'm convinced that we really just have a bunch of people walking around who are hurt who are unhealed who are trying to keep up this image that everything's going well with them but when you really look at their lifestyle choices and the things that they are concerned about you realize that it's not them or their higher self who is dictating what they do in their life but it is instead their own ego and ego really is the enemy because again ego is the thing that wants to connect to a specific identity at all costs so what that means is even to your own detriment. Perfect example. So a few weeks ago, I was having a hard time and I just was like really wallowing in myself and the fact that things weren't going right in my life. Oh my gosh, I should just not even be here anymore. What's the point? And for me to be thinking that way, that is my ego telling me a story that it wants to align with so that it can feel better about itself, okay? And this is one of the reasons, the major reasons why people actually commit suicide. It's because their ego tells them that the only thing that they should do and that the only thing that will make their lives better is if they don't exist anymore. So when people who commit suicide commit suicide, what they're really doing is they're allowing their ego to kill them. And it's hard to admit to yourself that you are your problem because, again, to admit that you are wrong goes against your ego. Your ego is trying to protect you at all costs, even if it's not protecting you at all. And I want you to think about everything that we see in society today and how people act most people are acting from this egoic place just think about how rampant materialism is how rampant people want to be seen as being of higher status how rampant 
it is to conform to beauty standards that honestly don't really help anyone. All of these things are based on ego. The fact that people want to say, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm a Muslim. I'm Jewish. All of these things are identity. It is reinforcing our ego. What if people didn't care about any of that stuff anymore, right? What if you didn't care if you were a woman? You didn't care if you were gay. You didn't care if you belong to a religion or not. How would your life be better and how would you better connect with others, right? When you're in this mode of seeing everyone as an other, trying to measure yourself up against other people, then you aren't really able to connect as well as you would if you were just looking at this person and you weren't thinking about what does this person think about me? How does this person live their life? What is this person doing on a daily basis? How would I look standing next to this person? And a whole host of different things that go through your mind when you're talking to an individual. We would have a much better and healthier society. Now, I want to clarify because I'm saying all of these things and I'm figuring it out as I'm going. I have really been thinking about my habits, thinking about the people that I've been hanging around and is it adding to my life or is it taking away? There are so many patterns and so many habits that my ego has really clung to as a means of safety, as a means of like knowing who I am that aren't really helping me at all. For example, ever since I was 17, ever since I was a senior in high school, I have been smoking weed and smoking weed being a stoner has been a part of my identity for many years. I'm 26 going on 27, so that's about 10 years that I've been smoking weed on and off. And it's such a large part of my ego identity that has not been an easy thing to overcome. And you can replace that with anything else, right? For someone that could be smoking cigarettes, it could be drinking alcohol, it could be going to parties and putting yourself in danger like it really could be anything and it just sucks because you have known yourself as that for so long and a lot of times other people have known you as that for so long and when you want to change that you have to get to the core of why is it that you resonate with that identity so much And why is it that it's so difficult for you to shed that identity for one that will be more beneficial to you? So there is this Bible verse and it is Luke 23, 34. And this is the English standard version. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do and they cast lots to divide his garments. So what this means is there are a lot of people who are walking around unconscious of the things that they are doing on a daily basis. They have this program that they're running in their mind and they're acting it out. Many people don't even realize that they are unconsciously acting these things out, which is why it's called being unconscious, right? When you program your subconscious to think a certain thing about you, about the world, you are going to live that out in your daily life. And this is why 
the thing that you have to do when you want to start changing your life is you have to recondition and reprogram your subconscious mind so that you can start consciously and subconsciously playing out a program that is more beneficial to you, to your higher self, than to your ego. Now, I am not a religious person, although I did go through religion during my spiritual awakening, during my dark night of the soul, which to be honest, I feel like I've had many and I'm sure I'll still have more. But in the beginning of this spiritual awakening, I was really going through it, utilizing religion, specifically Christianity. And through that journey into Christianity, I saw or I was enlightened to how identifying as a Christian is in itself another form of your ego trying to identify with something rather than just being, rather than just allowing yourself to do whatever you do and not say, oh, this is my way of being now because I did this just one time, right? And it's very difficult to really see that, especially once you start going to church and you start reading the Bible and repetition is key, right? So I think the Bible is a great book. It's a great historical text, great to understand psychology, just people in general. But when you start looking at it as a way of life, I think that's where it can be detrimental because everyone has a different ethos that they live by. So when you try and say, okay, this one book right here, this has to be your ethos. And if you do not follow it, you're going to hell, which is honestly how I think Christians present a lot of things. And you could argue that this is done in Judaism, that it's done in Islam. It's really done in anything where you have to abide by these strict principles. And to be honest, right, we all have different life paths. We've all experienced different things. And there is no one size fits all. And that is my major issue with religion because it says, oh my gosh, if you just give your life to Jesus, if you just believe in so-and-so, then you will be saved and life will be better and sunshines and rainbows. But if you're a person who's actually spent time in the world, you realize that that's not exactly it. And there has to be so much more that goes into you becoming the best version of yourself than just you saying, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Because you just uttering those words um, isn't going to do anything for you if you're not doing other things in your life that are putting you on a positive path you could be saying that right but if subconsciously you think something completely different well i mean you're gonna get the same results in your life okay and that was what was happening to me if we want to start a new humanity standard that really works for us the first step towards that is personal accountability because you have to be honest with yourself about the actions that you've been taking on a daily basis, 
how you really feel about situations, how you really feel about yourself, and how you can move forward from where you're at right now. This is actually one of the reasons why I do not believe in the body positivity movement, why I do not believe in things like black excellence or girl boss culture or cancel culture or any of these things that are quote unquote meant to empower and make people feel good but it really just puts people in their ego and makes it seem like, okay, I need to identify to X identity group so that I can feel good about myself. Why can't you just be? Why can't you just exist? Why do you have to compare yourself to others constantly, okay? And this is a societal thing. This is a cultural thing. And I think, honestly, that corporations profit off of this When we are so fixated on trying to other ourselves and trying to make ourselves look better or be better than other people by saying that you belong to X identity group, it does not help us to actually work together and solve the problems in our culture and society today. It makes it so that people are focused on superficial things that are never really going to create long-lasting change in our society and still give people who have never really cared about us the upper hand when it comes to the products that they create as well as the mentality that they're fostering through social media and all these different things as well as the people who are now parroting what they're saying as if, oh yeah, it's so great, whatever. But at the end of the day, They have no idea that they are unconsciously playing into the hand of people who don't care about them. So I definitely want to get into plastic surgery and that whole culture around beauty at a future time. I also really want to get into the falsity of the body positivity movement and how it's really just the fat acceptance movement and the like but for right now i really just want to introduce myself this podcast some of the thoughts that i'm having and how at the root of most of our issues is our ego and when we as a society decide to really take personal accountability for the fact that we have been handed some shit by the powers that be who've created all of these things but we're not victims to it. We have the power to change our own lives. And by us changing our own lives, we are creating ripples for other people to find it within themselves to make the changes in their own lives so that they can be living the best life possible in their situation. Because let's be honest, what I think is a great life differs from what Sally thinks is a great life differs from what Jack thinks is a good life. And that's great because we all have different life experiences. We all have different skill sets. And it is a magical thing to embrace the thing that you really want, not what someone outside of you is telling you that you should want. I am someone who believes that humanity has the capacity to change for the better. 
And I know that it starts with me. And I'm telling you that it starts with you. But you have to decide that you want to make the changes. And you also have to decide that the way that you've been going hasn't been working, especially if you know it hasn't been working. To me, starting a new humanity standard or having a new humanity standard means to really let go of the ego and let go of these identities, these ego attachments that have been holding all of us back and getting real about what will really make us happy. Is it the money? Is it the success? Is it the stuff? Is it going places all over? Or is it just really having peace with yourself on a daily basis, liking yourself when you look in the mirror, being healthy, having family and friends that love and support you? Because I would argue that that's really what people want. Everything else is extra, but if you don't have that self-love, if you don't give yourself that space to really evolve and grow and to look at your past, to look at your traumas and see them as lessons that you learn that you can take through life and be a better person, then it's going to be very hard for society culture to evolve because instead of looking at the root cause of the issues that we have, instead we're putting makeup on it, literally and metaphorically. So I aim to really just explore these different things that we are battling in society today. And I don't know everything. I will never act like I know everything. No person knows everything. And if someone says to you that they know everything, run away from them because they are in their ego, okay? So what you can look forward to with this podcast is me exploring different things that I read about, that I see on social media, that I watch, that I listen to, and really me unpacking how it makes me feel as well as people that I've talked to and what they have to say about these things going on. This is mostly going to be a solo podcast just because I personally like to hear myself talk a lot. (laughs) I do these voice notes to really help me process what I'm going through and I've honestly found it to be more beneficial than going to see a therapist because I think the thing with going to see a therapist, you really just want to hear yourself talk and work through different issues that you've been thinking about in your mind and if you can do that through journaling, through voice notes, then it really enables you to learn from yourself and how you're speaking about yourself, others, and the world around you. And I think that's the most important part. You need to reflect so that you can actually make progress and grow from there. All that being said, welcome to the Humanity Standard Podcast. This is only just the beginning And I'm really excited to see where we go from here, the people we talk to, the things we learn, and it is going to be quite the wild ride. And to close off this episode today, I am going to leave you with an affirmation, and I will be leaving you off with an affirmation every time I end this podcast because I find that it is very important to put 
positivity into your mind when we exist in a world that is constantly reinforcing the negative. So the affirmation for today is my subconscious mind is my partner in success. My subconscious mind is my partner in success. Again, my subconscious mind is my partner in success. Because when you look at your subconscious in that way, you can now work with your subconscious to get the positive results that you've always wanted versus that negative subconscious programming that you've been intaking your entire life. Know that you deserve to live an amazing life and that it starts with you. Rome was not built in a day, as I previously mentioned, and the only way that you can truly change your life is by changing your subconscious programming. This is why people who are religious are constantly reading their religious texts because they are conditioning their subconscious mind to be in alignment with what they're reading from their spiritual texts. That's why Christians are always like, read your Bibles every day. That's why Jewish people are always like, read your Torah every day. And you can really apply it to any religion, any denomination. It's the same thing, subconscious reprogramming through the words that you are reading. As I mentioned previously, however, I really want to move away from this notion that you have to connect a successful life with being a religious person because, as I mentioned before, it is an ego identity and it keeps us separate when we could just be more accepting of ourselves and our ways of lives as well as other people's ways of lives. And it's just going to be better when we can just be in a place where we're happy with who we are. So we're not trying to project false notions of how people should be onto them because we ourselves are secure. The ego is the enemy, but the higher self is our friend. So by letting go of all of these false notions of how we're supposed to exist, how we're supposed to be, and instead embracing who we are outside of all that is really the way that society will be much better. And the Humanity Standard podcast is really my way of exploring that. So I really want to thank you all for tuning in to the first episode of the Humanity Standard podcast, really a reboot of a podcast that I started a year and a half ago. But on that note, I digress and I say, peace out, sit out, and I will see you in the next one.